the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great, great Saturday morning. I am blessed to be alive, blessed to be on the radio. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Shemaya. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. I didn't uh, text Michael this morning. But anyway, um, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that's going on in the car business. Unbelievable stuff. Um, So many people I've talked to. Get your pen and paper out, please. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a little time to uh, get your pen and paper out because uh, I've got some stuff. Of course, my phone number. You need to have my phone number to give me a call. So many people have been calling me lately. Also, I want to give you something to write down on your insurance. To check prices on insurance, and we'll talk a little bit about that. So um, uh, we'd love to uh, give you the right information that you can improve in everything that you do. So uh, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Let's uh, let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let this be a great day. Let me be the mentor you want me to be. Uh, you've given me this idea on the show, the books, everything that I'm doing. Help me to improve, but help me to improve people's thinkings their thoughts, their buying, just everything they do, uh, glorifying you. In this day and every day, and ask this in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Remember, uh, the pay I want for this show is to tell 20 people to listen to my show. Tell 20 people that if they've got anything for sale to give me a call. I'm buying a camper, it looks like, uh, today or Monday or sometime soon here. And a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. In a low mileage uh, motorcycle, give me a give me a call. Uh, it's only got uh, I think eighteen hundred miles, so give us a call. Uh, we'd love to uh, talk to you about it. Uh, and um, campers, I buy anything legal. I don't want anything that's illegal. And if you want a new car to. Uh, We've dropped off some new trucks and cars at people's house. Um, I don't make any money on it. I just connect you up, and it's the best dealerships. I had an email, and I had a couple of callers say, you know, you talk bad about car dealers. Now, I'm going to tell you, 90% of them will take advantage of you, and uh, actually 10%, and I know the good ones. I'm only going to send you to the good ones. People, we can't stop selling new cars. That's a fact. Where will we get them? We've got to have new cars. We've got a Michigan listener, Greg, again. Thank you, Greg. Uh, and so we've got all of these people uh, that uh, we got to have new cars. So I tell you where to go, and I, and I educate you, so make sure that it's, uh, it's the right one. So you've got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually to go to, uh, to uh, the uh, – Battleship, and that that is a battleship. I mean, you're walking into a combined area that's like in a battleship that you can't get out of. So we want you ready, willing, and able to uh, do it on your own. That's why I'm trying to train you. That's why I want to try it. Now, Facebook, if you're on Facebook, give me feedback. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Give us feedback there if you like the show. Uh, we're about to blast YouTube again. I've, I've kind of fell down on that deal. I'm not a computer person. I need help. I'm battling that deal constantly, trying to get it done right. 
And so, um, uh, you know, I need to know exactly um, how to do certain things. I'm trying to find out how to do a MP3, so we'll work on that also today. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we constantly, you know, what controls your purchases? What controls your thought? You know, we have a thought. We have desires. We have feelings. We have all this stuff that's working. And so... Um, what triggers your buying, you know, and, and that's what we're going to continue to work on. Um, I've lost my place on where I had my information all lined up on the on the insurance deal. Uh, let me give you my mobile. I hope you got pen and paper already. It's 830-708-4789. Got several calls this week on uh, uh, buried. I mean, these people have good credit, walk into a dealership, I've explained to you what indirect lending is. Indirect lending is these big banks, credit unions, give these dealers a great interest rate. But the the dealers don't give you that interest rate. And uh, that's why I tell everybody to make sure they go to uh, their credit union and get everything lined up. Now, I was, uh, hello, Bash. And so, you want your financing lined up. You want to know what your trade's worth. So you can sell the trade to me. Call me on my mobile or go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I want to buy your vehicle. And, uh, hey, have your insurance hey, lined uh, up. Yes, sir. Good morning, we Randy. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we do have uh, Carlos on the line to uh, talk okay. to you a little bit. And, uh, Carlos, welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with Randy Adams. Yes, sir. Thank Carlos. you, sir. You Thank you to you. You're not going to ask me about income tax uh, checks refunds, are you? Because they're on the way. I hope if they ever go, if we ever get the government back to working. No. What, what's the question today, Carlos? Hello. Yes, sir. Your question. Mr. Hello, Mr. Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Yes, sir. I know people out there listening the, to the show. Carlos the first, the first thing I want to see. Mr. Randy, I hope you feel much better after your surgery, and everything is good in your house with your family and the red station. Thank you for everything you do for us, sir. Second question I want to ask you is, I'm going to pick up a friend right now. She works in the airport, and uh, she needs to buy a car. But she has all these problems right now with, with you know, the the government is is closed. She has cash, and she, she can make a down payment in a car. How much to buy something got? cash, what do you recommend? How much cash does she have? She have twelve thousand dollars right now, sir. Well, that will buy a car. She's that's not a down payment, Carlos. That's a, that'll buy a car. She needs to work hard and go to work and stay with you because you help so many people, especially from uh, Mexico, and uh, you know so many people. And uh, she needs to buy a car for cash and not worry about no payments and. And uh, if her credit's not excellent, they'll try to charge her 26% interest. So she's better off uh, buying a car for cash. And right now, you can buy a pretty good car for eight to ten thousand dollars. That's where the market's up. The auction market. I was going to give a market report for today. Uh, cars under ten thousand dollars are up probably fifteen hundred two grand. And that's because that's where the market is, and most of the people can afford a car. The only question, sir, is she's scared right now about to, if she buys the car cash, she don't know when this thing about the government goes to finish. So she goes to maybe run out of cash. I don't know what to tell her, really. Well, she needs to, she needs to, with your help, evidently, you know, and everybody needs help. I mean... Car business is a, is a tough, tough business. It's the worst investment. It's not an investment, but it's the worst investment we can make. And uh, you know what the car market's out, and you, you know the good one and the bad one. You need to help her and hold her hand and, and make sure that she makes that right decision. And she needs to buy something that's, you know, close to 12000 or under. And, and a paid-for car is a better car. And these guys are going to try to sell her something that's a $6,000 car for 12000 But you need to be there and also in guide her. Or she can call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789.
or go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I've had several people lately uh, go, to web, go to my website and and dial in that uh, they were trying to buy the car and find out what the wholesale figure on it was. And they'd call me and tell me I, I sent in a, a to get an appraisal on the car, but I'm trying to buy it. Well, I told them one of them. I said, "Well, I'll give eight thousand dollars for the car. You're still in the market at you know nine or ten thousand. The dealer needs to make on the vehicle, but not rip you off, and make sure that you got the cash, or make sure they're not ripping you off in the F and I department. But we want them to make money. They got to in order to stay in the business. And so once you're making the money. You know they got to make money. You got they got to be fair. You know insurance agents work on six percent, and uh, they sell three hundred thousand dollars worth of piece of property, and they make eighteen thousand dollars. Most of the time, don't do nothing in my opinion, because I sell a lot of my own real estate. So dealers need to make money. We just don't want you to get dealers that'll make thirty, forty, fifty percent on you. Let them be fair. Let them make money. And uh, that way, you're a better customer, and you've got a better relationship with the dealer you're dealing with. But have your financing ready. Have your know what your trade's worth. Know what your insurance is going to run. Uh, if you got your pen and paper out there, go to insurance.comparisons.org. Must be a government deal. But anyway, I've had a lot of people go to that insurance and find out they've got good records. Well, I, I had these two ladies here about two months ago. Both of them sell real estate. Great ladies. And so what do they do? They bought new cars in uh, in 12. Both of them did. Uh, they they know of each other, and, I, and we're, we're connected through a group. Anyway, they were one of them was telling the other, man, my insurance went up on my car. The other one said, well, Amazing did too. What happened? What's wrong? What's going on? And I told him, I said, yeah, we pay high prices for insurance when we buy it new, and every year your value goes down, but the insurance goes up. That don't make sense at all, does it? But uh, go to insurance.comparison.org, and um, they'll give you – they've, they've got spreads where you can find insurance at a, at a large uh, reduction. Uh, I found one guy had an excellent uh, – uh, driving record, and he got a great deal on insurance. He paid 50% less than what he was paying. So, you know, Carlos helped that lady. Get out there and y'all just work hard on finding the right car for the right money. Uh, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm buying a camper from a dealer, new car dealer. I'm buying a Harley Davidson bike. So, you know, I'm back in uh, back on my feet and uh, back in the business. should be on the street Monday, Tuesday. I think the doctor's going to turn me loose. I hope so. I'm ready to go. Anyway, income tax checks, refunds are going to start coming soon, uh, as soon as the government gets off of their rear end and does something right, which is uh, build the wall. Uh, but uh, don't go to a rapid refund insurance, I mean, uh, income tax. Let me tell you why, because they get 25% of what you got coming. Uh, I was talking to a guy that's got 3000 coming back, and he was going to go to one. He called me. He said, which one should I go to? I said, none, zero. You're only, gonna, you only wait on your check 10 days at the max when they set them out. Everybody gets them about the same. So uh, we want you to wait on that money so you can take all that money and Hey, start for a car. Start dealing with a car now. Work the dealers as hard as they're going to work you. We want you mentally, physically, and spiritually ready. Uh, and so, uh, but work the insurance. Work everybody. There's a lot of people that are about to buy cars, and it's it always happens beginning of the year. The dealers suffer through December, January jumps up. Of course, we have income tax checks jumping up, and that's the key. We've got business going well, so there's there's a lot of new trucks being sold. There's a lot of used trucks, a lot of company trucks hitting the market, and so uh, and I, I had a lady that uh, went through a divorce, and she went and bought a new Volkswagen, and this was two years ago. She's been paying five hundred and seventy five dollars a month, and she still owes uh, eight hundred and 
eighteen thousand dollars. No, I take that back. It was twenty thousand dollars. Got another lady owes eighteen thousand on a car. I mean, I get all these people that owe eighteen thousand on a ten thousand dollar car, and this other lady owed twenty on a twelve thousand dollar car. She went to get it refinanced because her insurance was. I mean, the interest rate was terrible. So she goes to get ready to get the uh, refinance, and they won't finance it. They told her, said the max they can finance on that car is twelve thousand. You owe twenty. Here she's paid eleven thousand dollars in. She still owes twenty. She said, "What can I do?" So well, anyway, uh, she was been in the military, and I advised her to go to USAA to get it refinanced because being in the military, she'd have advantage on that. Got another lady that was in an accident. She owes quite a bit of money. She shouldn't have. When she bought the vehicle, I was helping her, and she went the wrong direction. And she should owe about two, 3000 on her car, and she owes a lot of money on that. Just because you like somebody, you don't mean you need to buy from them because the best con artists in the world are in the car business. I know, because I was one, too. I, you know, I could I could do whatever I wanted to to a customer, and I I feel sorry about it. I'm ashamed of it, but man, I knew it. how to sweet talk them. I was a chameleon. I could change colors. I could fit you. See, we're, we try to find something in common with you. Uh, I tell about it in a book I'm writing about a guy that smoked, and it was 20 years ago when they stopped smoking inside of car dealerships, and so. I'm standing outside waiting on some cars to be traded in at this dealership, and these people come walking up, and they start talking to this salesman. He's right outside the manager's office. I know him and know him well. And I was listening to him, and he noticed the people had cigarettes. He said, uh, would you like to go outside and take a smoke break? And they said, yeah. And so I said, then we'll take a look at the cars. We can't smoke in here any, anymore. They've stopped the smoking in here. You saw the signs when you walked in. They walked around the lot, looked at two or three cars, come back in. And all he did was talk about smoking and how he'd like to quit, but he's never been able to, this, that, and the other. And he pushes the contract over to the customer. And this is all, this is less than 30 minutes time they looked at the car, took a smoke break, come back in, sit down, and he talk, continues to talk about smoking. And uh, he gets up and he said, let me go see if, uh, and I never hear him talking about figures. And so they they keep talking about smoking. He goes and hands it to the, to the manager, and I happen to step inside because I, I never heard the figures. And he said, uh, I knocked off $500 off the window sticker, signed this great boss. And he said, yeah. And he said, but I'm going to hang around in here like we're arguing and, and seeing if, you know, you'll take that 500 off. He said, I'm just going to stand back here in the corner and give him a few minutes. So he waits, and then he goes back out there. And he said, would y'all like another smoke break? They're going to let me know in a few minutes they're checking out some stuff. So they go outside, and they go take a smoke break. And they come back in, and he sits them down, goes in and grabs the paperwork. They'd already had a deal from the beginning. But he found something in common. That's what they try to do. That's why they ask questions. You know, they look at you and see how you conduct yourself and what you're wearing and what you're driving. Try to get something in common to help close the deal. You know, the great salesman, I had a brother-in-law that was one of the best salesmen I've ever seen in my life. He passed away recently. But uh, he, he had on computer all the back information on people. And we'd be playing golf, and he'd get a call, and, oh, I'm sorry, who's this? And he'd write the name down. And he'd say, well, I'm with a customer right now, and I need to call you back. And so he would pull out his his uh, iPad, and he'd pull the customer up. And then when we had a little break, he'd get on the phone, hey, George, how you doing? You know, How's things going? How's your wife, Andy, uh, Angela? How's your two kids? Are they in college yet? They should be, you know. Y'all, you doing any fishing lately? Have you been to the, you know, where you've been on your own vacation? And he had all their information. He said, well, your birthday's not far off. He knew when their birthday was. He put all that information in there. And, man, but he made a lot of money. This boy was one of the greatest salesmen I ever saw. But he kept all that information, and he knew how to change to fit the customer. And that's what they do. 
They want to know exactly. So you got to be prepared. Yes, we want to make money. Yes, we want fair. Yes, we want to understand about the car business. Well, and yes, I don't want you ripped off, and that's the key. I want you mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know, they'll tell you how they love you, and they're so nice to you and got the greatest personality. But you know what? Love's not love until you share it. And how do you share it with your actions, with what you do? And bearing customers, you know, like, I mean, I get 10 to 15 calls a week, people trying to work out of being buried, weighing way too much, owing way too much, like that lady. And, I mean, here's a lady, been in the military, hardworking lady, good job, paying too much interest, can't find anybody to give her a better interest rate. Why? Because she owes too much. And so she said, well, I said, the good news is how many miles on your car? I said, you don't drive much. She said, no, I don't. I said, the good news is, try, she, I said, double up on your payment. She said, I'm paying five five now. Uh, and I, she said, I can't double up. I can't afford it. I'm trying to get my payment lower. So I gave her the direction to go. Uh, lady with the insurance companies. These insurance companies you don't understand. If we were outside of Texas, a lot of other states, if you're in an accident, your your insurance company would settle with you, and then they would go after the other insurance company. But not in Texas, don't you just? Hello, Donnie. Don't you know that the good old boys in Texas have got it fixed for us? We elect these idiots. They get into Travis County, and they go brain dead. Instead of helping us, title loans, worst thing in the world. Oh, no, it's illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas. He, they're in bed with the insurance people. They're in bed with the title people. They all, both of them, hey, we should be able to, you know, I love, I should have been an insurance agent. Pay me the money, and uh, I'll do nothing. I had it, several insurance companies, uh, agents call me. So what are you talking about? I said, okay. I said, what do you do? You, you give the person a price, and then what do you do? Nothing. He said, well, uh, well, sometimes we explain the policy. I said, not real clear. There's too many loopholes and too much. And I said, if the person has an accident, you turn it over to the people that, that hit them. You don't do nothing. He said, they say, oh, man. I said, yes. All they do is give me the money. I love you and do nothing. I should have been an insurance agent. I said, man, you're talking about an easy job, no, no headaches. You know, and but here we've got insurance dot comparisons dot org. Shop them. I guarantee you it's free. It's org. I must be part of the deal. But the the people with good you know, this guy that got the fifty percent Randy, I have never had an accident. I said, How long have you been driving? He said, Forty years. I said, You ever had a ticket? No. Hello, Alan. Rudy. Uh no, I've never never had a ticket. I said, well, wow, you know, what's going on? How come your insurance is so high? He said, I don't know. He checked, got a lot better rate. You know, a little effort will save a little money. A big effort will save a lot of money. So we want you mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for a battle. And, uh, uh, you know, I had a guy tell me, he couldn't figure out. He called me. He said, I, I bought a appearance and protection plan, plan for 1900 he said, but they couldn't explain to me what I bought. I said, you bought an appearance and a protection plan for 1900 He said, yeah. I said, well, that's wax and a little spray on on your seats is about what that is. He said, for 1900 I said, yeah. I said, now the battle is going back and see if they'll take that off. He said, well, they told me it was already on the car that I had to buy it. I'd have told them wax costs $5 and took a guy, you know, less than an hour. I said, in the spray-on stuff, you can buy it to can the Scotch Guard. And so, you know, you just blew $1,900 profit on something you didn't need. This is Randy Adams on the buy and sell cars.com. We're on Facebook Live. Go there. Uh, we'll be off for about a couple of minutes, and we'll jump back on. Uh, Carlos, thank you for calling in. Anybody else got any questions? There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That number here is 
9585. Give us a call. We'll be right back, folks. We've got 30 more minutes. God bless you. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, IS35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. It's Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Don't forget, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Real short on cars. Uh, been paying good money for stuff. Need to, also, you know, we've got a, another big time buyer in, in Dallas coming down, but it all gets back to overhead. My overhead is super low. I'm blessed. I own my property, I own my cars. Here, this guy has to borrow the money. I happen to know where he borrows it. Uh, I happen to know what's going on uh, with him. But the overhead, my overhead is super low, not many employees. He's got a bunch of employees, and his radio time runs, money-wise, <laughs> runs probably about, this is no joke, 100 times more than mine. He spends a fortune on radio. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to Facebook. Uh, feedback, and if you like my show, do me a favor. Go to TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive.com. Dial in Randy Adams. Dial in Randy Adams. And uh, listen to one of my past shows, just for five, ten minutes. They're all on there. There's a bunch of them on there. Also, there's a bunch of my shows on SoundCloud, uh, there's probably 200 shows on SoundCloud, and so uh, uh, a bunch of them. And so you get a chance, if you want past shows, go to SoundCloud. But do me a favor, go to TalkStreamLive.com. All the big guys are on there, but i like to get my numbers up, please. So thank you. Um, I had a customer that got ripped off by a new car dealer, and they went back in, and it was a friend of his that sold it to him. And he went to high school with the guy. And, man, he said, I went in there, and I said, why would you do this to me? Well, it wasn't me. It was the managers and the owners. This is what we've got to do. He said, I found out I paid way too much money. You got me the wrong interest rate. They hammered me on this. They got me from that. He said, man, I'm buried. I thought we were high school buddies. He said, we are high school buddies. He said, but it's my job. No hard feelings. Well, you know, that's true. That's why I told the guy, I said, hey, it's not him. It's the managers and the owners make those decisions. You don't have a choice. Good morning, Robert. You bought you a hot rod in, in Scottsdale yet? I hope so. I hope you buy early or late because them middle cars are high. If you get a chance, watch uh, Barrett Jackson. You want to see what the rich people do? Woo, mercy. I've been out there, I don't know, 20-something times. Barrett Jackson, it used to be my birthday my, to myself. But, uh, you know, what does it take for somebody to buy a hundred to $150,000 toy and set it in the garage and pay insurance on it? I buy, this is no joke, every year I get called on somebody who's bought a car out at Barrett Jackson, 
And they figured out it's sitting in my garage. It's too nice. I can't drive it. Can't do nothing, you know. And and look at it. So, uh, but anyway, I I still watch Barry Jackson because, uh, in fact, I still have a timeshare out there. That's how much I I used to go and I used to love it. But I understand what's going on. So I mean, think about that. To have that much money to buy you a hundred, two hundred thousand dollar car, and I mean they had Novas bringing almost two hundred. Time you pay the sales tax. Remember the prices out there. They there's ten percent buyer's premium. So if you pay two hundred, you owe twenty thousand. They they make twenty thousand on. Then you've got to pay the taxes on it. If you're an individual, then you've got to get it home. Man, do cars eat money? Do they really? Woo! Short time fun. They're high maintenance, and they're subject to drop. Big, you know. The, just to give you an example, how crazy this market is. The Shelby's are cheap. I can't believe it. Some Corvettes have dropped. Now, what people want is modern, modern, modern with the old bodies, and they're bringing crap. Novas, one hundred and fifty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Amazing. Does money mean anything? But those people, you know. Uh, you've got to have a line of credit of four hundred thousand to get a buyer a bidder's badge, and and uh, well, that was a couple of years ago at uh, Barrett Jackson, and so that's that's a different world. That and oh, by the way, they open the bars at ten o'clock, and there's four, and there's a bunch of, them, and there's forty people in line, and they get up to the front and they give them two drinks is all they'll give them at a time, and they get back at the line and they do it again. I've been there. I've watched it. I thought it was funny, but anyway, uh, just part of part another part of the car business. Gotta have something to their feelings, their emotions, their desires. You know, uh, what do you what triggers that? Do you want to live the past when you were? Hey, them cars wasn't that much fun in '67. I tell you, I I drove them all. I was in the car business in 1967. My last week in high school, I drove a 427 Corvette convertible to school. Wasn't that amazing? Of course, I didn't have to pay for it at the time. But, you know, it, I had a little lag time before the title come in, and the used car manager. He he floated me a little while. He knew I was going to drive the last week of the high school. And it was in Georgetown, Texas at Compton Chevrolet. I'd bought the 427 Chevrolet Corvette. Man, it was blue with white interior and a white top. I thought I was a cat's meow. But that's the problem. It's, you know, it's fun for a short time. Then I had to pay for the dude. So then I had to sell it. I didn't have much money back then. Still, still don't to compare to these multi, multi million dollar car dealers that own these fifty million dollar dealerships. So, but I like low overhead. That's why I talk about I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm looking at a '56 Ford pickup a lady's got. Her husband passed away. It's been sitting for then been started in three, four, five years. You know the brakes have got a problem, the fuel's got a problem, and it's an older truck and this, that, and the other. Uh, the camper, if you need a camper, if you need a Harley, if you want to sell a Harley, if you want to sell a camper, I buy anything that's legal. That's all I care about. But anyway, uh, Nick Saban, car dealers study the best people in business, and they're studying Nick Saban. They study football coaches, wanting to know how they put such a large production, a large group of people, and make it work so well. How do you sell a, a 17, 18-year-old kid and his parents to come to your college? You don't think they're not great salespeople? They've got a, they've got to hold these kids' hands. I was watching a deal where on a kid in uh, Austin, I'm, I'm sorry, in Dallas, that came from Africa. Uh, the family adopted him. He's an outstanding football player in Dallas, Texas. They just won state. And he has 120 offers from colleges for a free ride scholarship. This guy is a defensive lineman, and he just he was an MVP at uh, a state tournament in Texas. He's outstanding. But he's got 120 offers, and he's a junior. Next year, he'll. How many offers will he get? How good a coach are you? How good a system have you got? How can you be a winner? Nick Saban says it's about commitment. Well, 
Dealers are committed. I can tell you that right now. But he says here also, it's about commitment, doing the right thing the right way every day. They're studying. Car dealers are studying. They, they've got psychologists, sociologists, all the people to put these deals together to understand how they can run the machine. Alabama's football group, that their program is a huge machine. Car dealers are all huge machines. And you're walking there by your little lonesome. By your that lady going through a divorce, been in the military. She's been paying two years on that Volkswagen. Eleven thousand dollars she paid more in and still owes twenty thousand dollars on a twelve thousand dollar car. And the only reason that car's worth twelve thousand dollars is it's only got eleven thousand miles. She can almost get by with a bicycle. But she still got the note. She still owes twenty thousand dollars on a twelve thousand dollar car. And she, you know, and, and if she had any miles on it, it would be six, seven, eight thousand dollars. The more miles, the less it's worth. So think about it's a commitment. We're making a commitment. How serious are you when you sign that contract? Hey, you're in debtor's prison if you can't afford it. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and man, them can't affords. They hurt. You got to get behind the wheel every day, and then you got to listen to your wife tell you you shouldn't have bought it. You ever had that deal? You shouldn't have bought it. Yeah, uh-huh. you're the one who told me okay. Well, I was just trying to make you happy, I, you know, and I'm not going to change your mind anyway. So you got to get behind the wheel every day. Afford and can't afford, man. I'm gonna tell you what. If you can afford it, great. Hey, them guys out at Bear Jackson, they can afford it. They got to stroke them checks. You know, information. Without application leads to frustration. I can give you this information. Maybe you need to have a little class with your wife and your family before you walk into the car dealership and say no about a hundred times. You know, yes, we want to make money. Yes, we want to be successful, but we want to be fair. Well, insurance, I mean, uh, real estate people, you can see them advertise now wanting to do two, four, five percent interest at a six. So, but you're talking about a, you know, a forty thousand dollar car, you know, six percent that's making twenty four hundred, you know. But of course, you know, with the, the debate, the greed, uh, with the internet, you can shop the world with special deals. The manufacturers never save enough, and they don't care about the dealers. That's why they give them Ford plans. They give them, uh, you know, employee plans. Uh, they give all these away because they need to sell more cars. And that manufacturer gets their money. They don't care what the dealer does. They want them to stay in business, but they want them to do other things to make that money. Add-ons, uh, appearance protection plan, 1900. Another gentleman called me. He was at a Toyota store. And they were charging him twenty eight hundred, just about for the same thing, but they were throwing in floor mats. And they told him they was already in there. He said, "Take the floor mats out. All the waxes are on there. Protections are on." They were charging him twenty eight hundred for a little wax job, a little spray can uh, Scotch guard, and floor mats. I thought floor mats came with the cars. What happened? Remember when you bought a car and they gave it the floor mats came already, and now they want to charge us. Well, they want to charge you for everything. The only thing free at a car dealership is the popcorn, the Cokes, the coffee, the fruit, and that's to get you on a sugar high. Uh, and so that to get you on a sugar high. And, and uh, so uh, you've, you'll feel better. So, you know, that's the key. We want you to know mentally, physically, and spiritually what you want. When they get you on a sugar high, you know, then you don't feel so bad when you look at that sticker price. And they said, oh, we're going to knock off $3,000. It's still, you know, the average car is 36000 and in five years going to be worth four grand. You like losing 32000 I don't like losing 32000 I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, you know. I just, I hate losing, you know, and I lose and I, and I make bad decisions and I lose. 
in the car business, you know, most dealers will lose on 5 to 10%, you know. And so um, I want to be able to overcome that. But in the car business today, we've got so many changes going on that it takes a million and a half a month. People don't realize that. Man, every week I get calls. Call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789. And uh, because I get so many calls, people say, there ain't no way the the uh, overhead's that high. I get to explain it to them, then they understand. Well, overhead does matter. But uh, with income tax checks coming out, please get out and go to work. The market report is up on under $10,000 cars are, because that's the majority of what people can afford. Has the car business caused people to wreck their credit? direct their finances, direct their future. You know, and financials advisors will tell you if you put up 350 a month for 30 years, you can retire. Well, I got news for you. I see car payments. Of, well, that lady at $575 on a, on a car that, you know, if she would have put 200 a month up and still had 375 you know, 100, 150, that's probably interest. If she'd have made a better purchase, she don't put many miles on. That's why you've got to weigh up every situation you have to fit your budget, to fit your family, fit your needs, fit your travel, how much you're moving around, where, how far do you work, how far do you need to travel. I had a buddy of mine that drives an old car, and it's okay, and it's all he needs, but he's going to go see his daughter in California. He said, I need to buy a car so I can go to California. I said, no, go rent one. I mean, the RV guy uh, today was talking about 20,000, 20-year notes on the RV that might be all right to, to 10 years, and then it falls apart. Rent one. I rented a motorhome in Colorado, drove up to Colorado, jumped in the motorhome, went all over Colorado, went back, parked it. Twenty. It was twenty two, twenty three hundred for a week. I got news for you: insurance and upkeep is a lot more than that. Not counting payments, not counting the loss. You can buy a new one, and I often tell about tell uh, everybody about this. Uh, this happened two years ago. A guy was in the military, and he went and bought him a brand new camper. And he, they told him he wasn't going to be deployed. He was going to finish his time out. He's going to retire in San Antonio. And then they deployed him. That was back when Obama sent him to Syria. That was just before uh, Trump came in. And so he got deployed. He said, I better put my wife in a brand new car. So he goes down to Buick store and he says, I want to trade this camper in on a brand new Buick because I'm getting deployed. So they said, well, where'd you buy it? And they they called the place. He gave, they gave him a special military deal, 38500 Amazing. 38500 Yeah. And said, well, you're, uh, they want to sell it back to you. Oh, well, we'll give 18000 for it. They wanted to cut him 20500 He'd owned it three months. He'd been camping in it twice. And they wanted to cut him 20500 Well, they called me. And they told me about it, and I said, well, I'll give 21000 Oh, great. Well, they made the deal. I picked the dude up, took it to my lot, parked it out front. Two days later, a guy comes by, and it's a friend of mine. He said, my son's looking at exact camper at a camper place. What will you take for it? And I said, 22000 They come over and bought it. But, see, and, and I can tell you another 10 stories the same way. People buying them, living in them, a lady in the military, they wanted to give her fifteen thousand on one she'd paid forty one thousand for. I gave her twenty thousand for it because they don't want to buy them back. They make so much money and they don't want to tell you how much they make. Well, the car business is almost that bad. Buy you a new one of them King Ranch Mac Daddy Baby Doll big old trucks, and I got news for you, they get awful tough to sell a little later. Yeah, how'd you like to have a ten twelve thousand dollar loss driving it off the curb? Well, it happens that way, and then you've got to pay the interest, and then you've got to sell it, and then ever got to be the right color and all that other stuff, you know. And this market is crazy. Right now, trucks are down. Late-model, high-dollar trucks are down. Well, there's plenty of them, and there's plenty of rebates. I got called on an 18 Denali half-ton truck with 3,000 miles on it. 
But the problem is nobody would want to buy a GMC brand new because they've got rebates on the new ones, and they don't know where it's going to go. Is it going to be bigger or more next month? Well, you've got to make that decision. Too many people jump up and run out and go buy a car in one day. This should be a 365-day process of being aware of what's going on around you, what the market's going on, talk to people, how you like your car. What's it, everybody's looking for something to talk to somebody about. You ever been standing around in a conversation trying to figure out, talk to somebody? Well, ask them about their car. How's your car? Would you buy another one? You know, has it had any problems with it? You know? I stopped in and, and here about three months ago, stopped in at a parts house, was waiting on getting uh, parts on the vehicle, and all these customers were in there needing parts, and the parts house had them all. Why? Because certain things go out on them. Right now, Corvettes try to get an anti-brake system for one, the ones 02 to 04. That's a nightmare. And you know how I know? I know. I've had some. Yeah, I had one that the light wasn't on and drove it home and it came on. So, you know, you got to know what you're looking at. You've got to do the research. Get on the Internet. See if there's any rebates. A uh, friend of mine, bad credit. I didn't want him. I'm sorry if I I've had enough issues with him. And so his his unit went out. And so he calls me wanting to finance something else. I says, I passed, man. I'm sorry. I can't handle it. Well, he goes down and buys a brand-new Dodge. And they get him financed, which is a miracle by itself. But they they swallowed the the rebates, they, you know, all the incentives and everything. And uh, he'd been in the military, and so he, they got a military discount. They got all the rebates. They got all that, and they got him financed. Here's the boy is he couldn't afford a three hundred dollar car payment. He's paying six hundred. Well, how long is that going to last? He bought this thing three, four months ago. He's already called me, and he said, man, you don't buy to buy this thing. I said, not at your price. They can buy a brand new one for six, 7000 cheaper than what you bought because of all the rebates. Well, he didn't know about the rebates. He didn't know. Oh, he was excited. Somebody's going to finance me. And how he did, a friend said, hey, well, I'll get you financed down at Dodge. And he did. But I don't know what this boy's going to do because he can't handle 600 a month. It is a battle. He is battling all the way. They're going to get it back. But the car dealer don't care. They get their money. They're happy. They put a mark on the board. They get their commission. They made a big commission on him because they swallowed all that kickback and all that rebates. And and so uh, they they don't care. Let the bank handle it. Des- hey, desperate dealers do desperate things. told you about a deal that happened to... Credit Union in San Antonio, they sold, a dealership sold a guy on hospice, a brand-new Kia. And I happened to be at a Kia store when they were the credit union was trying to sell it to them. And the credit union's note for the guy who died because he was at hospice, and the only miles was on it was from the dealership taking the paperwork back and forth in the car, and he passed away, and he'd been on hospice. Desperate dealers do desperate things. So they're trying to sell it to the Kia dealer. He said, I can sell a new one for 10000 less. They hammered this guy. Unbelievable. But, oh, no, they hammered the credit union. They got their money and walked. See, we love you. Come on back when you want the next one. We don't care if you didn't pay for it. No, 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 no. We can get you finance on another one maybe. And kick the trade. I wrote an article in my book, my latest book, kick the trade. Yeah, okay. You'll enjoy that. So this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Do me a favor and go to uh, talkstreamlive.com. That's talkstreamlive.com. Type in Randy Adams and uh, listen to about five or ten minutes of my old shows. Uh, get my rating up on that. Still working on the books. Um, diminished value, I'm working on some stuff on diminished value. Also, I'm working on arbitrations. Um if you've uh, you all sign an arbitration agreement with car dealers, they don't want to be sued. They want to go to arbitration. Now that's not one hundred percent in stone that you can't sue, but you know they want to go to arbitration. And the state's coming up with some Mickey Mouse deals. I'm studying on and trying to figure out which direction they're going. And so. Uh, 
talk to the state about it. But, you know, if you sign an arbitration agreement, that don't mean in stone that you can't sue them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to be sued, and I don't want you to sue anybody. I want you to work it out with somebody. Uh, it's not worth it. The lawyers make all the money, and, and it's not worth suing a car dealer, especially over an old car. I mean, you know, we fall in love with them, and they're not all that great. We fall in and love and out of love. It's about like those guys at Barrett Jackson. There was a guy that um, I happened to, a friend of mine lives next to in Scottsdale, Arizona, had a collection of unbelievable 150 cars, antique, special interest muscle cars. And, I mean, it was un- this was an unbelievable collection. I got to walk through one day with uh, just one of the three hangers he had. And, I mean, it was just unbelievable. But you know what? He fell out of love with them and sold them all. I don't know how it worked out. Another friend of mine, Dallas, Texas, best car man I ever saw, uh, Kenneth. It was He's a great car man. He fell out of love with his antique car collection. Told me he took a little hit on it, but they're gone and don't care about it anymore. And this man's been a car man all his life. I first did business with Ken Stanley in 1970. Isn't that something? 1970, we've been friends and done business. I spent the night with him when I must spend the night in Dallas, him and his wife. Great people, great. He's retired now, but he's the best car man I ever saw. And I told him that in Madisonville, Texas, in, uh, when he just before he moved to Dallas, Texas. But there's car people all over this place. But, hey, remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell everybody I need cars if they want to sell one. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, or give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I tell you about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Boy, I'm going to hear lately, there's been a lot of ugly. Give me a call. I'd love to help you. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.